On the lounge. I'm Margo. And I'm Jess. And this is our podcast. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Hey Jess, where can people find us? You can find us on Instagram at Ladies on the Lounge. Give us a follow. And some likes, because we want to be Insta famous. Yes! Hi Jess. Hey Margo. What's the haps? What's the haps? Not much, not much. Same, same. Well, you're on holiday right now. Yeah, I do have a week off, yes. (laughs) Living your best life. Living my best life, staying at home, doing nothing. Living large. Hanging out with your bunny boy. Yes, my bunny boyfriend. <laughs> the only man I need. <sighs> okay, well, let's get straight into your movie homework from yep. last week. Yep. So I asked you to watch A Perfect Murder and Clue. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of A Perfect Murder? Now, I will say A Perfect Murder is based on the Alfred Hitchcock film Dial M for Murder. Mm-hmm. So which says, I haven't seen. Yes, which is on the movie list, so you will see it eventually. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what did you think of A Perfect Murder? I liked it. I, um, no, I did. I and thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the 90s vibe of it. Mm-hmm. I loved, like, handsome, young Viggo Mortensen. Oh, yes. He's um, so delicious. You know, yeah, I liked Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, as the young, rich socialite, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, art dealer or whatever the hell she was. Yeah. Um... And Michael Douglas is the older husband who's, you know, making errors or something on the stock market and losing all his money. Yeah, it seems, like, bizarre to me that she was rich in her own right. So why did she marry, like, an old businessman? Mm. Like, she could have been with anyone. But then I made it feel like maybe he targeted her. Mm, Probably. You know, like, I felt like it was... Yeah, he, sedu- she, he, he, he seduced her <laughs> with his like you know old romantic ways, and she I think before she knew it was married to him, and then I think he became quite controlling and toxic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it, and then I'd like I, I was so like shocked that like Viggo Mortensen was a con man, oh. and I was like he, I'm like what? I'm like I was like didn't expect. I thought it was just going to be like a normal affair, like he yeah. was really who he says he was, and I was like oh, this is why I don't trust men. Mm. I was like, you can't even trust the cute ones. I'm like... <laughs> you definitely can't trust the no, cute ones. No, I was just was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so they were both both men in her life, her, well, whatever a male mistress is, and yeah. her husband, her mister and her husband. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is a male mistress called? Well, nothing because men aren't... Um, you don't use derogatory terms for men, do you? True, true. <laughs> how, how silly of me. <laughs> Down with the patriarchy. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so both men in her life were using her. Yeah, which I thought was sad for her. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt... And she was gorgeous, Gwyneth Paltrow. She could speak Spanish yeah. fluently. Yeah, and the other languages. Like, she spoke Arabic as well. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. With the other guy. So yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. And I I mean, I am a Gwyneth Paltrow fan through and through. I love all her movies. I like, I'm obsessed with her. Okay. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Even her ridiculous goop stuff, like, oh, I, no. I let it go, like, roll over me. <laughs> She's I'm just an idiot like, now. I'm just like, you know, I don't, people complain about how expensive her products are, but bitch, they're not for you in the lower, ra- <laughs> like, it's they're not for like, the elite. Yeah, it's not for the middle class and the lower middle class. She is marketing to people in her own um, class range. Well, finance bracket. 
So, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld's wife, who's like a bazillionaire because of Jerry Seinfeld's Seinfeld money. She loves Goop. She buys everything from Goop. Of course she does because she has millions and millions of dollars. Hmm. Well, there you go. So, yeah. And she does well. And she does all those like um, seminars and stuff and they're for like normal ladies. <laughs> I just think she's a little bit detached from real life. She's a detached, she's detached from reality. Yeah, but she grew up rich because her father was a director, her yeah. mother was an yeah. actress. Yeah. She yeah. went to like... Um, she is that character. She's grown up rich. Yeah. She's had everything she's ever wanted. She's then had the career on top of that. You know what I mean? She's got the kids. She's yeah. got the life. Yeah. She... You know. You know, she's not one of those actors that came from, like, Wisconsin and moved to Hollywood. To no, make it big in the big no, smoke. Yeah, she's no. from Manhattan. She yeah. grew up in that world. Yeah. That's her world. Each of their own. Yeah. Let's get on to Clue. Ah. Okay, so Clue. The worst. Ah, based on the, the board game Clue, Doe, which is what we call in Australia. Again, so never actually played Cluedo. That's it, bitch. I'm going to make you play. I'm oh, like, I don't want to play. I'm the best at Cluedo. I always win. Oh, I'm of so course you win against me because I don't even know what it is. I'm so good at solving the murder mystery. Oh. So it's a murder mystery. The movie is a murder mystery and it's a comedy and it's very silly and Jessica hates a silly movie. <laughs> I just was like, this is so lame. Stop kicking me under the table now. I just stepped on your slippered foot. <laughs> My slippers. Um... No, I just didn't like it. I didn't like that weird, yeah, comedic. What's that? What's that comedy word? Farce? No. Satire? Satire. Yeah. I'm not down for that. It's very, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, what's the other name of that? Tongue in cheek? Yeah, like it's just <laughs> over the top. I don't like it. It's not, it's not clever comedy. You know what I mean? It's comedy for dumb people. No offense. <laughs> yeah, but it's sort of like. Um, they sort of did it in a sort of English like style. Like it's not, they haven't done it in like in a real dumb American. No, no, no. Like Tim, it's, definitely, yeah. it's, it's not like Tim the Toolman Taylor comedy. How dare you speak ill of Tim the Toolman in this house? <laughs> I mean, I loved that show when I was a kid, but that was dumb comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, I just wasn't, I was not enjoying it at all. Okay. So you didn't like it. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. didn't like it. Didn't like the idea that it had so many different endings. I was like, well, it has so many different endings. How does it all make sense? They make it make sense. <laughs> what is? Okay. Hated it. Never watching it again. I'm very excited because you know how I love Stanley Tucci. We do love the Tucci. Yes. And I was on a book website buying um, a different book. Trixie and Cassia's Guide to Womanhood or something. So like okay. these these are um, drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race that I mm-hmm. love. They have like mm-hmm. a YouTube series together called uh. Oh! <laughs> Where like, they talk, like they, it's pretty much like a podcast but on YouTube and they talk they do different topics every um, week. And then like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then they also have a little show for Netflix on YouTube where they watch Netflix shows and they give like the commentary and do reviews and blah, blah, blah. Like us. Yeah, yeah. So we're Are pretty, we there? We're pretty much Trixie and Katia. Yeah. So I was on there buying a book and then I was like, when I was buying the book, I was like, oh my God, didn't Stanley Tucci write an Italian cookbook? <gasps> so I looked it up. And, and he the, does. And there it was. And so I've ordered it. And so I'm very excited. Now. Stanley Tucci was in that movie, Julie and Julia, you know, where it's like that woman, um, played by Amy, what's her name? Amy Amy Adams. Amy, is it Amy Adams? Yeah. Okay, whatever. That redhead actress. Yeah, Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy Adams. Cooks. Is it like Julia, Julia Christchild? 
Julie Child. Julie Child. Julie Child. Yeah, so Amy Adams is, she loses her job in this movie and she loves cooking and so she decides to make every recipe of Julia Child's yes. cookbook. I think my um, mum and my sister love this movie. Yeah, I watched I love it, it recently. I love it. And so she, um, Stanley Tucci plays Julia Child's husband. In so it, it works in flashbacks. You go flashback to Julia Child and her husband living in France, and then flashback to Amy Adams like making all her recipes. <laughs> and she's actually married to Chris Messina, who I love. Remember Danny Castellano from the Mindy Project, the guy yeah. who can dance. Yes. So it's like it's got all my favorite people in it. Mm-hmm. The Tucci, Meryl Streep, Chris Messina, Amy Adams, eh, whatever. Okay. Okay. So I thought. I could, not every day, make a recipe from the Stanley Tucci cookbook because I have a life. <laughs> We're very busy people. But maybe like once a week I can make a recipe and I could talk about it on the podcast if it like... If it goes well. Yeah. If, if it sucks. Oh yeah, whatever. If it's, if Are they it's, complicated recipes? I don't know. See, I've got to wait for the cookbook. But he's Italian, obviously Tucci. Mm. So it's like good Italian food. And then like even on Instagram, like he loves to make cocktails. Mm. Yes, so he, I've seen that. So oh, he's so like handsome. a gourmand, you know, he loves to do cooking and drink making and oh my god I wish I was married to him oh he'd be amazing <laughs> yes Stupid. make me a cocktail Tucci yeah why does Emily Blunt's sister get to be married to him <laughs> gosh those blunt women are so lucky I know Ugh. blessed by god yes okay so we'll see how that works out for me mm, interesting okay so let's move on to gossip yes gossip Go. alright so as I said last week I just found out Rachel McAdams had a two year old yes but now I found out that she's now pregnant with her second Again, child. Yeah, same guy too. So I feel like this is so fast because like <laughs> yeah, I me, just found out she's a mother. <laughs> yes. So she's having another baby with her whatever husband in Canada. Good other, for her. Yeah, husband, boyfriend, husband. I think it's husband. Mm. Okay. And then another thing I saw this week was Kelly Osborne. We talked about Kelly Osborne's weight loss and yeah. about how people were saying she looked too thin. Yeah. We were saying she looks fine. Well, now she's admitted to getting a gastric sleeve and we discussed this off air before off air like we're like famous radio people that we didn't think she was big enough to warrant getting gastric sleeve in the first place no because here in australia you have to be over a certain bmi or over a certain weight to be able to get it done because i've known someone years and years ago when it kind of first became a thing who was i think one kilo underneath where it was and they were just like meh we'll do it for you anyway yeah um and it wasn't that heavy but the weight you have to be is pretty high, isn't it? Well, like, no. What? It's not? No. Oh, is it like 80 kilos or is it higher? No, it's higher than that. What but is it? I, for us, it was 100 kilos. 100 kilos. But I don't know whether in America it's the same rule. Well, but I don't remember... know. You needed to be like over over 100 kilos, but I think it is based on BMI, like your height as well. Oh, okay. Well, she's very short. She's probably like Yeah, my but she height. wasn't 100 kilos. No, she was nowhere near that. She was like, I reckon she was like a size 10. 12. So what would that Yeah, like she a 12 pro- to 14. Like she'd probably she'd be, be like 80 kilos, 75 kilos. Yeah, max. I was going to say, when I watched, because I love the comedian Kathy Griffin, and she used to have her reality show, My Life on the D-List. Now, mm. she was married to a horrible man at the time in the early series, seasons, and he he had put on a lot of weight, and he wanted gastric, he wanted the gastric sleeve. Mm. But he didn't weigh enough, so he put ankle weights under his pants so when he got weighed at the doctor, he would weigh the Enough. correct amount. And then then after, like, this guy was such a freak, and then he decided not to get the surgery, and then next season he came back thin as a rake. 
So, like, if it's that easy for you to lose weight, why the fuck did you want the gastric sleeve? Like, it was so bizarre. Because he's lazy. And then he, well, you know how the, why they divorced? Because he, when she was sleeping, he would take her ATM card and go... Um, Online b- shopping? No, withdraw money from her account in cash and then h- hoard it away. And he stole, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars from her while they were married. Wouldn't she notice? She didn't notice for ages because she doesn't obviously what check her the, accounts. Like, and, like and, with each you're drawing like a hundred, two hundred dollars, like not big amounts. Yeah, I think he was doing maybe five hundred, six hundred at a time. See, I would notice five hundred dollars missing well, from my account daily. I think at the time she didn't handle her finances herself, so maybe uh, he was handling them plus her accountant. But now she's very big into her own the life, finances. Not be like, I don't handle my own finances. I have too much money. Other people can do that. Yeah. Where I check my account, I was like, where the fuck did that three dollars go? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's our. Coffee I bought. Yes, yes, yes. Where? What is this seventeen fifty? Oh yes, that's the hungry jacks. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm like, yes. who who has hacked my account? Yes. Who well, is taking money from me? Well, we're not earning like a hundred thousand dollars a gig. <laughs> Minor technicality, but very valid point. Very valid. But yes, yeah, so what was the original point? The gastric sleeve. Oh, yes. yes. So but I think when you are of a certain richness, you can, you get, can get whatever you want. You can get whatever you want. So it's what, like now what kind she's... of a doctor does a gastric sleeve? What specialist does that? A gastroenterologist, maybe. Okay, so not like. Okay, I think right. it's a spe- like it's a specific. I'm like, who's who's the doctor in that 600 pound life? You know, like that guy. Ah, you I've know never what I mean? Like, oh, if you ever want to be motivated about mm-hmm. man. I ain't that no, fat. I can't watch those like hoarding shows or the fat people shows or those people that eat like the foam in their couch cushions. No, I don't. I can't <laughs> those watch weird that. Ones. But you're like, oh. you know what like really surprises me with like say that 600 pound life. I've only watched like sporadic episodes. Yeah. But like a lot of the times they're either married mm-hmm. or they've got kids. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how? Not like physically like how, but like I can't get a, a, a second date. Yeah, people of that weight range and who are that depressed and who are that like needy, both physically needing help and like emotionally needy and emotionally damaged, have partners and then stick around. I'm like, how yeah. do you find these good people? But what, I also what's think the, what's the answer? Like, how does it work? I, I also think the kind of people that have good spouses, a lot of the time, the other spouse is horrible. And that that good spouse is just a sort of doormat person and yeah. puts up with and is committed to the relationship and won't leave. Like I remember I knew this girl, it was a friend of a friend, and she was with this guy, lovely. They had two kids, she was always cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And I remember once we were getting ready to go out and um she was gelling his hair or whack putting wax in his hair or something, so they were standing face to face, very close, and he went to kiss her and she went Ugh, Phil, I'm trying to do your hair. And I was like, what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> I was like, he was being so sweet. He just wanted to kiss you and you're screaming in his face. And I was just like, ew. That's not the way you treat your partner. No. And then he eventually did leave her. Like he just, he'd had enough. But like even things like where, like if we went to their house and they were getting ready and she like was always like, she would never start doing her makeup till we got there to pick her up. Like I couldn't stand this girl. Oh no. Ugh. I hate people like that. Sh- that periphery friend I had to deal with. But yeah, like, and then she'd like be calling down the stairs to Phil, Phil, get this for me. Phil, get my keys. Phil. And I'm just like, oh my God. So you're assistant. Yes, 
Yes. That's what it was like. And I'm just like, I wonder if all her relationships will be like that. Like she I finds these really submissive men. Yes. Like if I ever treated one of my boyfriends like that, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like the kind of men I'm attracted to would not deal with that. And I also would not put up with that. You want something that's like equal to you that you're going to yeah. like tit for tat. Like, yeah. Then I'm going to put up with your bad behavior and you're not going to put up with their baby, bad behavior. That's right. You know what I mean? It's give and take. There's an equal partnership. No, whereas I think that's men, why we're so fantastic. Yeah. Well, men like Phil, I think poor Phil, they are so in love with these women or, you know, vice versa gender are so in love with their partner that they just they're are willing, they are willing to put up. They don't want to be alone. Anyway, completely yeah. off topic. Yes. Okay. Well, going into relationships, sidetrack into relationships. Yes. Sidetrack. Um, should we talk about all for relationships? Should we talk about? We'll we'll get out of gossip and we'll go into a Netflix show. Yeah. The Betty Broderick mm-hmm. Dirty John mm-hmm. season. Okay. So you watched it before me. Yep. And I'd already seen the made for TV movie, so I was like, mm, I don't know if I really wanted to watch this. I like Amanda Pete, but she I, she wasn't doing it for me as Betty Broderick when I was watching the trials. So I was like, mm. eh, no. But then I watched it. And I was addicted. You watch it really fast, hey? <gasps> I did it in two days. Yeah, I couldn't same, stop. actually. I couldn't stop. Did it in two lots. But my one criticism, which I said to you, was in the flashbacks to their early marriage, mm-hmm. Betty and Dan's, uh, Broderick's early marriage, they found a Christian Slater lookalike yeah, to play young Christian Slater. He even had the same voice intonations as him. Yeah, like he'd done his... I feel like that actor had done his research and really studied Christian Slater and had studied mm. how he was playing the character yes. and really like... Yeah, like even the way he talked and the way he walked and his inflections were very, very on point. Whereas the young Betty Broderick... Polly from Riverdale. Oh, is that who she was? Mm-hmm. Looked nothing like Amanda Pete. Sounded yeah. nothing like Amanda Pete. Not even the same body. She was a much bigger woman. Yes. Taller. Yes. A bit more plumper. And I was just like, why would you go so alike with yeah. D- Dan's character and not go so alike with Betty? So it took me out of all the flashbacks because I was just like, she's too all-American compared to mm. um, Betty, um, not Betty, uh, to, to Amanda Pete. But the thing is, if that girl was playing, she was more like the real Betty Broderick in real life because the real Betty Broderick was very all-American looking, very like peaches yes. and cream complexion, very blonde. And yeah, I just... And I don't understand why they made Amanda Pete's hair dirty blonde, like dark blonde, because that's not what, what Betty Broderick's hair, hair was, was like. like. Yeah, I didn't get that either. They kind of made her look really like Italian American. Yes. You know what I mean? Like she was yes. like from Jersey or something. She, you know what I mean? They like made her she very really ethnic. Yes. Yes. I don't know I mean, why. She, well, she's I think she's Jewish in real life. So she and she does have olive skin. Mm. But like I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And other than that, but then I did read an article where she said she um didn't watch any of the footage of Betty. She wanted to make it her own character and she did. Like she did a great job of playing this character. Yeah. But I just wish in the flashback they had have picked someone that looked more like her. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like, but I feel like that's like whatever the actress, let's just call her Polly from Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like she didn't do the background work on how, what's the name played Betty. Mm. You know what I mean? Where I feel like the actor that did the young Dan, Dan? Yeah, Dan. Had done that research and had looked into the way Christian Slater was playing him. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like she was just lazy and that's just me mm. because I was just was like, well, why is that kid doing such a good job? She's on doing... a hit show. Yeah, but she's not even on it that much. 
You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, you're a main character. So it's not like she's too busy. Um, I feel like she just was like, I'm just going to play it my way. Yeah. And it was like, she played it exactly the way she would play Polly. It was like Polly. Ah. I thought, you know, you could have super interchanged them and she looked the same. She talked the same. Um, it was like Polly from Riverdale. Maybe she was like a hire to get the Riverdale kids to watch. But she wasn't even in any of the thing. Like, I was like, hey, that's Polly. Like... Yeah. Didn't hook me in, like, from the trailer, like, oh, wow, Polly's in this, I need to watch it. No way. Mm. Okay. Well, I just think the story is very sad. Immediately when I finished, I looked up if she's still in jail. She, she is. is. She doesn't have another... She's already been denied parole twice. I think it's, like, 2032 or something. Yeah, 2032 she's is when she's up for parole years. again. And I do think... Well, because she shows no remorse. So when yeah. you don't show any remorse, they you don't, don't parole you. Yeah. So she's probably going to, like... She'll die there. She'll die there. And I do feel sorry for her. Like, that man gaslighted her. Manipulated he her. He was ver- um, verbally and mentally abusive. 100%. You know? And I just think, you know, he picked the wrong woman to do that to. Because yeah. uh, she went off the deep end. Mm. But I do think... Had she not have gone crazy, he still would have treated her horribly in the divorce. He would have given her nothing. Yeah. Like, she ended up with nothing in the divorce. She didn't get the kids. Mm. Like, I just think it was terrible. Yeah, the whole situation is horrible that he was such an asshole Mm. and he did that to her. He made her that way Mm. and he just pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and took everything away from her over and over and over and over and over again Mm. and then the new girlfriend and the new wife like she kind of was impartial but then she like hopped on the bandwagon and was doing the same thing of like pushing her and pushing her and pushing her and you know in her voice on the answering machine like that's not appropriate and that kind of stuff it was like little tiny things that over time just built up and she just exploded whether that warrants actually killing two people don't know but they weren't listening to her they weren't going to stop and it was the only way she could get any form of peace because mm. otherwise, you know, she'd still be living with it. Like, if she yeah. didn't kill them, he still would have kept the kids from her. At least she's getting a nice peaceful time in jail. And I felt sorry for her because I did go back and I also watched the Oprah interview yeah. from when she and her ch- some of her children were on Oprah in the 80s. Yeah. And even like her 90, eldest daughter, one of her eldest daughters still... Like, you can tell she was always on her dad's side. Yeah. Like, still. Like, like she just didn't understand why her mum would do it. And I'm just like, oh. I because wonder if she feels the same way now. Because, I mean, when you're a kid, you don't understand things. You don't understand it. But, like, you got to think of, like, she's, like, a teenager or something at that point. So she's a little yeah. bit older. But her dad's, you know, giving her whatever she wants. She's got the nice, she's got the nice house. She's got mm. the money. She's got this. And he's giving her everything she wants. And then manipulating her and brainwashing her mm. where the little boys were a little bit too young and they wanted their mom and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Where the older girls were like, fuck it. Like dad's going to give us everything we want. He says, mom's a psycho. Look at her acting so psycho. It makes sense. Yeah. And he probably wasn't paying much attention. So they were able to do whatever the fuck they, they wanted because the little kids were getting like lice and stuff. Yeah. Lice, they weren't, they weren't ba- being bathed properly. So yeah, the older kids, like the, when she had, I think the second youngest, the second oldest daughter and she was doing drugs or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Like she called her out on it. And, like, yeah. I'm sure the dad wasn't doing any of that. Like, she was able to get away with it. Yeah. The dad so didn't they're living this. the life. You know, yeah. their dad telling them that their mom's crazy and look how much I can do for you. And then for, like, the past, like, six, seven years, she had to live in, like, a half, like, a a ripped down house. Like the house was meant to be ripped down and she was living in this disgusting house for like seven to 10 years or something. Mm. Like until she murdered them. 
because like she didn't have any money to like renovate it or like yeah and you know, he done that on purpose yeah you know what I mean from the date of separation then she moved so it was her issue her house yeah you know what I mean like and he he planned it all out yeah meticulously to give her nothing and to keep everything for himself. But why do I don't understand? Why do men do that? I don't why understand they... why do men want to hoard all their money? Like they're never going to be able to spend it all. Why can't they give their wives their half that they deserve? Because the women are going to spend it all on their kids anyway. Yeah. Like I just don't understand that thing with money. Like if you're rich, how is giving away a chunk of it going to affect you? It probably won't. It'll just yeah. make your inheritance less for your children. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why men well, Like, do you can like understand that. a little bit in the fact of, especially in America, not so much here, I don't think, you know, with spousal support and alimony and stuff. We don't really tend to do too much like no. that. But, like, she didn't work. She supported him through everything that he had got, everything that he had done. They lived poor while he was studying. Mm -hmm. So they had worked together to build this life, and she played that perfect wife perfectly. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had the four kids. They had the house. She did, like, the school stuff. She cooking, cleaning, raising these beautiful kids, doing the socialite stuff. You know, so that was her lifestyle that they had built together with his... You know, yes, he was the only one working, but she kept that house running. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to take your whole lifestyle away from you because it's my money. Like, excuse me, son. We did this together. Yeah. Well, he did. Well, they married when he was in uni. So at least six to eight years of that time, she supported them financially. Yeah. She's having two kids, miscarriages. Yeah. She's having constant miscarriages. Like, and at that point he was all religious and all like, no, 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 no. But yeah, let's get the hell divorced. Yeah. Like you can't pick and choose what part of religion you're gonna you're gonna take. I just that think, pissed me off. I think the most. Well, it was just a way of controlling her. Oh. He wanted all the control, so he, he used... wanted to keep her barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, and keep her in the home. Yeah, and I until uh, he didn't want her anymore, and he wanted an up. And I said to Jess, "I bet you." So he married his new little. Who looks exactly like her? Yeah, his little paralegal. And I was saying to Jess, had they not have been murdered, he probably would have done the exact same thing to her. She would have popped out two kids of his. Yeah, and then he would have left her with nothing and been just as awful to her and found some... He would have been like 60, 65 dating another 22-year-old. Yeah, I think because he was already well-established in his career, I think he would have divorced her sooner than he divorced Betty. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he wouldn't have lasted 16, 17 years with a new wife. No. There would have been like, she would have had two kids... I reckon, like, you know, she would end up with, like, a four-year-old and a two-year-old and he would have divorced her. for sure. Hmm. Just a douche. It was very well done. It hooked us. We watched Mm. it all. Highly recommend. Mm. But... I'm surprised they didn't show the murder. Like, they did... Yeah, I was... They flashes. Yeah, but not fully. I suppose because at the end of the day, it's not really important what actually happened. It was the lead-up. Yeah. And I suppose that's all just speculation. All right. Well, moving on. Going back to celebrity gossip... Speaking of, of crazy, divorces and divorces, being crazy. Yes. So Halle Berry is getting a divorce from Olivia, Olivia Martinez, mm-hmm. who used to be deliciously hot. I remember he was in Unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sexy thriller. Yes. Yeah, that was giving me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, but the crazy thing is, Jess, uh, she's going to represent herself in the divorce. See, didn't she learn from Betty Broderick? Don't do that. Uh, like, come on, Halle Berry. You're nuts. It's not like, but again, it's not like she doesn't have the money to be able to afford her own lawyer. And I don't know, I assume she's got the most money in that relationship, but I don't really know realistically what he does. Yeah, probably. You know, so it's like, protect your own assets here. Yeah. 
But she's got one kid, two kids. One. Well, she's got one with her first boyfriend, that um, French male model. Like, oh no, maybe he's not French, but he was a blonde white guy and he was a model. And so he has his her first daughter, Nala, with her, mm-hmm. and him. And then with Olivia Martinez, she has, I'm pretty sure the son's name is Mateo. Mm. And Sounds she right. had a very contentious custody arrangement with her first boyfriend, with Nala. And it got to the point where Olivia Martinez actually decked the yes, ex-boyfriend. Yes, I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he like punched him in the face in the front yard. So I just think... Both, I think Halle Berry was probably very controlling and cruel and because she was the one in the power position Mm -hmm. and she was the mother, she probably um, was controlling a lot of the custody of the child and then maybe she thought that um, the boyfriend just wanted custody so he could get child support, which may or may not be true. But, I mean, he still sees his daughter on a regular basis. He's like one of those dads that's always seeing... You know, and I think he sort of got a bad rap like Kevin Federline. Like, poor Kevin Federline. Everyone thought he was like the shit. And then when, um, but he always had custody of his kids. And when Britney went crazy, he had them full time. He stepped up. And then as soon as, like, um, she was, you know, you know, able to have the kids back, he shared custody again. Like, he was a good guy. Yes, he was getting a lot of child support, but who gives a shit? That's like, you had babies with Britney Spears. Britney Spears, she's not well. No, poor Britney. We should talk about her next episode. Yeah, we should. Let's do it like, let's deep dive into all the Britney conspiracies. Okay, all right. Okay, we'll do and some then, research. Yeah, so Halle Berry's divorcing Olivia Martinez. I think he seems like the sort of shrewd, assholey kind of guy. So I think, and I'm sure he will have a very good lawyer. Mm. So I don't know what the fuck she's doing. No. I don't know what the hell she's and she, doing. And she has, she has the worst luck in relationships. She chooses terrible men. Like her, her first husband cheated on her and they went on Oprah and he had like some sort of sex addiction. Oh God. Yeah. Like he was always fucking all these random women. Oh. And like Halle Berry, like he had a previous, like a daughter from a previous relationship. And I think Halle Berry like was going to adopt the kid and then they, it didn't end up cause they like divorced. Like it was very contentious and like weird. And I couldn't believe she was talking about it on Oprah. But yeah. And you're like, Oprah. And then she had like, yeah, so all her relationships are very like full of drama. So very I just hostile. think, I think she's like crazy. Maybe. Or she thrives on the drama. Probably. As well. All right. Let's move on to Ellen. You yes. know how I love to hate Ellen. <laughs> okay. So Ellen released a statement and I just rolled my eyes. I think it's bullshit. Well, you can't roll your eyes. You can't look Ellen in the eye. No, that's right. That's <laughs> right. So it was about eye contact. So Ellen is saying that she didn't realize that the EPs were telling guests and staff to have no eye contact with her. I call bullshit. Yeah, as if you don't know people aren't looking you in the eye when you're walking down the hallway. I know. What, you think everyone keeps their head down? That's a normal thing? Yeah. Fuck off. You stupid cow. Like, I just cannot believe she's saying this bullshit. And then, like, she had to fire those three EPs that were really toxic. And, Mm. like, one of them was, like, sexually harassing people. I think actually two of the men were sexually harassing. One was gay, so he was sexually harassing men. And the other one was sexually harassing women. That's disgusting. Okay. And then, in a move that's, like, all about, I think, it's all about, what's the word? Seeming like they're... Yeah. Inclusive. Yeah, inclusive. She's promoted Twitch, her black DJ, DJ to EP. So he's going to be executive producer. Now, I don't know if he's going to be running the show, if it's just like a courtesy title. Yeah. But I just think it seems ridiculous 
that there was a lot of like talk about racism. Yeah. And then she goes and promotes Twitch. A DJ. I mean, does he's he a have DJ. Yeah. does he have experience? He's a dancer slash DJ. Is he really producing material? Why don't you promote some of the women or the black or the Hispanic or the Asian staff members that actually have producer credits and put them up to EP? Yeah. Like you think it's it, it does feel like it's all for show. And at least, yeah, Twitch is the one that's on camera yeah, that and, everyone knows about. And it happened like about two weeks after Twitch released a statement saying that he loved Ellen and that he would always support her. Uh, come on. But like, and, you know, maybe she treated people differently based on who they were. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like maybe like Twitch was on camera, you know, she needed oh, to be sure. the good relationship with him because if, if they were hostile to each other, people would have picked it up. Of course. You know what I mean? Where the people behind the scenes, she could treat them like shit because no one was going to know. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? 100%. And then it's then the celebrities and the people that then coming through, like obviously people that she liked, but then people that maybe she didn't realize his careers were going to take off or people that she like didn't think would call her out on camera. Mm, like she, Nikki Tutorials from YouTube. She didn't yes. treat her very nicely. Yes, yeah. Which I find like like to be honestly quite surprising that she didn't treat her well but you know i'm like good for nikki for speaking up yeah to be like actually i love nikki too yeah the whole thing like really shocked me like yeah. i didn't see that coming like yeah. i've watched nikki for years, uh, years about years. her being trans yeah like I just of was course like, i just thought she was a large swedish lady so did i and i was like huh not that it like you know i don't love her any less now i'm very no. like proud of her for then coming forward and saying yes yeah. i'm transgender but I was like, I'm not going to stop me supporting And then she got her. held up at gunpoint in her house, her and her boyfriend. Oh, oh. Like, she's just, she's been through the hell. You yes. know what I mean? But it, like, and then I remember thinking back, speaking of Nikki tutorials, like, when she used to tell stories of her, like, riding her bike to school and how she, like, figured out that, um, like, setting spray, if you fanned it, it would set. Because she goes, I'd be riding to school on her bike and it would be, like, have all her makeup on. Yeah. And it would rain and then stop raining and the wind would then set it the way it's, like, melted. <laughs> so she was always, like, you know, fan that setting spray because, you know, once it's, like, blown. Yeah, like, once yeah, you yeah. blow wind on it, that's where it's going to set and that's where it's going to stay all day. That's so I was hilarious. like, you know, so she was obviously... You know, well in transition and wearing full faces of makeup to school in high school, and with her saying the story that everyone was accepting, and I was like, that should be everyone's story. Yeah, but I was like, huh. Anyway, back to Ellen. Yeah, shame on Ellen for not shame treating on Ellen for her not with... treating our beautiful Nikki tutorials the way that yeah. she deserves to well, be treated. Well, shame on her for not treating everyone she comes into contact with respect. Yeah, like especially when her fucking shtick is be kind to one another. Yeah, yeah. bitch. Yeah. I fucking hate Ellen. <laughs> well, like I, I've said this before, you know, that how concerned everyone was when Harry was going on there that she was going to say something inappropriate to him mm-hmm. and make him uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And she kind of did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He handled it well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he she forces people into situations where you're like, how are they going to react? Like, he had three separate parts on that show. And each time, there was a bit where she made him uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I always think, and she always goes, oh, but the fans, the fans of the show want to know. Yeah, but the... Late night hosts don't do things like that to guess. Yeah. Like, you know, um, James Corden and, like, Jimmy Kimmel, they're not being awful and horrible and mm, probing mm, like mm, that. Mm, mm. Like, so it's not something you have to do. Yeah. She likes to make people uncomfortable. She likes to scare people. She gets joy from people being... Yeah, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. She's, like, a sadist. 
I hate her. Let's move on from her. <laughs> like, I cannot speak of this anymore. Okay. Okay. So uh, a few episodes ago, maybe it was last week, we talked about the new three men and a little baby. Yes. No, three men and a baby. I always call it little baby, but that's not right. Three, three men, men and a baby. baby. And three men and a little lady. And then it's going to be with Zac Efron. Now, yes. we couldn't think of casting ideas in the moment, but I've written a list and I want to go through Did you watch you. Are We Officially Dating? Oh, no. I forgot. The one homework task you had. Ah! Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. I will watch it tonight. Because they're the three I want to play his, like, I want them three. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, these are my ideas. Okay, ready? Okay. To Zac Efron. So, so who do you want, who's Zac Efron playing in your mind? I think he's Steve Gutenberg. Which one's that? He's the the caricaturist, the oh. little artist. Okay. Okay? Because he's so short. <laughs> like, he can't be, like, the sexy Tom Selleck or, like, the actor. I reckon he's the Ted Danson actor. But he could be. Okay. I reckon he's the baby daddy. All right. You ready? Yeah. For the Tom Selleck character, the architect, the, mm. you know, yes. Henry Cavill. <gasps> but he's too old to be. No, 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 no. Because I looked up how old Zac Efron was. He's 32. So these men can be in the range from like late 20s to early 40s, I they're, think. They're, they're, they're yeah. Cause friends. Because what are the age, what's the age range of them, like the original the cast? Original. So the original cast, um... Tom Selleck and Ted Danson are the same age, and I think they're in like their I think they're like forty or something in the movie, huh. right? And then um, Steve Gutenberg was younger; he was in his early thirties. Okay, okay. So let's have a yeah, a range of like ten years. Okay, or something. Like Jake Gyllenhaal. <gasps> he could be like the Ted Danson character. He could be. Yeah. Okay. I or, love him. Yes. Or Ryan Gosling. Uh. He could be like the Ted Danson character. Okay, and then I was thinking of being like more like for more inclusive ca- uh, casting. Yeah, Riz Ahmed. Do you know who that is from the? Oh God, God. is that the guy from like the? He was in from this... the night of. Yes, 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 yes. He and he's been in a few. He's British. He's like. What? I wonder what. I wonder what is he like Pakistani or something. I don't know. Let's me, let me look it up. What's his yeah, nationality? From, from the night of. I feel like they're yeah. Pakistani. He was also in The Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. What else? The Road to Guantanamo. Like, he's been in, like, heavy dramas. Yeah. But I. But he's, like, I've seen him interviewed. He loves to rap, like, as, like, oh. a side thing. So he's, like, pretty funny. And he's 37. Okay. He can okay. be in it. Yeah. And, like, um, his rapper name is Riz MC. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't Cute. say what... He is, oh, it, well, it says he's Muslim, but I don't know what what actual country he's from. But maybe he's like... Anyway, not the point. Not the point. But if you want to be more inclusive... Show me his photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See? And he's just so dishy. I think he's gorgeous. And then um, for, yeah. for a black actor, Michael B. Jordan... Yes. See, yes. that's the guy from Are We Officially Dating? Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. So I thought Michael B. Jordan. That's it. Michael, that's it. Michael B. Jordan. In. And you know who else could be? Like that that hot guy from um, Crazy Rich Asians. The Asian guy. Oh, yes. Yes. That English man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be good too. Okay. And then I thought also Dave Franco. James Franco's little brother. Yes. He'd be the good at the cartoonist. That yeah, little quirky yeah, yeah. one. And then I already said Robert Pattinson in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. My favorite, Shia LaBeouf. <gasps> oh, still my heart. Oh my god! Did you ever see him in that Disney show when he was like a teenager and he had his own like um sitcom? Oh no, 
he I freaking loved him since then and he was a bit <laughs> younger than me so it was a bit naughty to love him he was like 14 I was about 17 I was like oh fuck you're so delicious <laughs> no I loved him from like Transformers is I've when never, I, he really came into thing for me I've never seen and that. Disturbia oh he's so good in that movie okay another one I thought Rupert Grint Ah, why are they so British or people? Let's I don't know. Do a British I, version. I like British people, but I mean they can all play Americans. Yes, okay, and throw then, a ranger in the mix. That's being diverse. Yes, yes. And then I thought for the women, for the um, Sylvia character, the lady who has the baby. Yeah, Sophie Turner. She's too young. No, but that lady was like in her early twenties too. Yeah, I guess. And yeah. then she's busy with her own baby. Emma Watson. <gasps> Yes. Yes. Because I looked up... But then like, if you have Emma Watson, you can't have Rupert Grint. It would take Two people Harry out Potter. of... Yeah. Be, yes. One or the other. But, yeah. But I, um... I looked up a list of, like, actors in their 20s and 30s, and then, like, all the, like, girls in their 20s and 30s, I didn't know any of them. <laughs> like, because, <laughs> like, I think they're all on, like, Riverdale or, like, Pretty Little Liars. Like, I don't know these shows. Mm. So, oh, like, I only, like, like, I only know the English actresses. But, yeah. Okay. Good cast. Yeah, I think it would be good. Yeah, I feel like it needs to be it needs to be really diverse. You can't put three white guys in there. No. No. Yeah. You need to like shift it up. Yeah. You need to throw yeah, someone darker or someone ethnic in there. Yeah. Throw a ranger in for the mix. Yeah. I mean, like, wouldn't you love to see oh what's his name? Who's the guy you love from Robot? <gasps> Rami Malik. Rami Malik. He's not good looking enough to do a movie like that. Excuse me, that's rude. I mean, I love him. I find him very attractive with those goggly eyes. I so why he's super cute, but he's not cla- classically attractive, so he couldn't be. Yeah, like, let's put like Rami that. Malik in there. Zac Efron, Rami Malik, and I would love to see Rami Malik do a comedy. I think he'd be great at it. I think he'd be very good at it. Yeah. He's very funny. Mm. I can't wait to see him in the Bond movie as the villain. Oh, you know who else could be the lady who you hate? Lucy Boynton. No. <laughs> I will flip this table in disgust. I can't stand her. You know I love her. She's so attractive. No. I just look at her and go, oh, you're so pretty. You're no, so pretty. No, no, no. I watched that Apostle movie that's on Netflix, even though she had her in it. Mm. Well, I if was... you could watch that, you can watch The Politician, which is a great series. No. She annoyed me the whole way through. At least she wasn't in it super, super heaps. But I was like, the whole way through, I'm like, I freaking hate you. <laughs> he deserves better than her. I don't like it. All right. Let's not go into how you hate her. Jess hates Lucy Boynton as much as I hate Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) With a passion. I just feel like... uh, Yeah, I just feel like Rami deserves better. I feel like she's... Better in what way? Why isn't she good enough for him? No, I don't... We can't get into this. Because she... He should be dating me. And I feel like she's just a social climber. Whatever. Okay. We have to move on, and okay. I have to tell you what is your movie homework for the week. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you another Alfred Hitchcock with Cary Grant, one of my faves, North by Northwest. Okay. It's a great thriller. Oh, I freaking love it. And the music's so good. I listen to the music when I do my dishes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one I'm giving you is L.A. Confidential, which is a great film with baby Danny DeVito, who is not a baby, but he's got a great little character in there. Yeah. Um, it's full of Australian actors because it was when, like, the Australian invasion happened. Uh-huh. So it's Russell Crowe, Guy Pearce, and oh. Simon Baker. Oh. Remember Simon Baker? So this was Simon Baker before he was the mentalist or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Guy Pearce so much. And then um, 
um, Alec Baldwin's wife's old wife's in it. Um, Kim Basinger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like so. It's set in the like forties of Hollywood, and mm. it's based around um, these women who are um, get plastic surgery to look like the movie stars, and they're at escort service. Huh. So it's like crime. There's drugs. There's like Hollywood. It mm. all mishmashes together. Oh, side note of what I'm watching right now mm-hmm. is a show on Stan I was watching when you got here. Yeah. It's like a mismatch of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. It's a show called Evil. It's on Stan. Okay. I don't know how long it's been there. It's only one season so far. I've never heard of it. No, neither had I. I was like, oh, I need a new show to watch. And I only wanted one season. I didn't want to have to watch something that's seven seasons long. It's like supernatural, like possession, like profits, all that kind of stuff mixed with like crime. Okay. Mixed with like, you know, the legal world. So it's like two things like they're going out there trying to find and like debunk stuff or prove mm. that it's real or not real. Oh, right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what is this show? 13 episodes. I'm up to episode seven. I only started last night. <laughs> Loving it. I was like, this is like my favorite things coming together. Yeah. Really, really good. Okay. I won't watch it. You won't watch it. It's too scary for you. But I'm like, yes, possession. Figure out if this girl's just psycho or if she's really possessed. Go. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, let's wrap up the episode and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.